Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Three, two. All right, we back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. We in this bitch. Yes, uh, that's what you're supposed to say, West Coast, man. Hey, I'm going international. Okay. So, you know. Well, I mean, it, it would have been more appropriate this go round, man, because we got one of the homegrown homegirls checking in. Compton, stand up. We got singer, songwriter, choreographer, dancer. I mean, she got a lot of slashes. She's from Compton. We got Charma LaDonna up in the building right now. Hey. Charma LaDonna, what's the word? What's the word? How you feeling? Hi. I feel good. Hey. I feel good. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, how many times do people fuck your name? Like? I, I know I did, like, probably three yeah. times already. People don't fuck my name up. Charm LaDonna is yeah. simple. I was trying to give you that French shit with it, though. I was trying to say, like, Charm, like Charm LaDonna. I said Charm, but I was trying to be, you know, give you a little accent on that. I wasn't even talking yeah. about him. Nah. Only the guilty feel accused. I was nah, just nah. saying in general, like, <laughs> you know, there are, there are Caucasian outlets that might not necessarily understand the cultural dialect of your name. No, I mean it's charm. It's simple. Charm. I get it. Now I do. I got. I got an issue with you. I want to just get off my back right now. Ah, nah. I'm gonna just I tell know. you right now. It's 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 like a backhanded compliment. All right. Now, the West Side song, the video. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. made me realize how much I'm pissed off that we didn't get outside. You know what I'm saying? Like the vibe that the, the yeah. vibe that you had in the video, how vibrant it was, how much it re- re- represent the culture from the clown dancing to just being on top of the roof. I mean, the 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 the, the low low, all everything just in, encompassed everything about being outside, and it made me like, damn, we really didn't get a summer this year. So. I mean, talk right. about the inspiration for the video um, and, and, you know, just everything going into to West Side. I mean, I shot it this year in COVID and the inspiration was that we couldn't go outside and it, it felt like an outside record and I didn't want to stray away from that. So I literally went on my homie's block. We like shut off his little, we shot it on one block. Wow. Um, I called my cousins. I called like everybody in the video's friends and family because I couldn't have done it without the community first and foremost. And we just shot it on that block. The homies came through with their bikes. My little cousins came through. My friends came through. I mean, even from like my hair, makeup, wardrobe, everybody was the homie from LA. And they pulled up for me, staying, you know, keeping it safe and keeping it six feet apart. And we just shot it. And I wanted, I wanted to feel the culture. I wanted people who are not from here to feel our culture. Right. So that's what, you know, inspired it. And I love it, though, man. I, I love it because you did bring that full front to the stage. And I think that, that people got that. But I... It just really made me miss, like, damn, we really didn't get a summer. Now, how, how did, um... I mean, I, well, I was going to say, I miss it, man, because I need people riding, you know, outside with it, with top down, at yeah. the beach, like, but, you know, I still want to put the record out. I didn't, I didn't want our time to kind of, like, stop me yeah. from doing it, um... So I just did it. I said, fuck it. The good thing about it is that it's a timeless record. So it will live on. And, you know, obviously we'll, we'll continue yeah. to celebrate it either way. But how did how did COVID affect your 2020? That's one thing that, that we've been kind of like the, the conversation has been. It's either turned up your hustle, kind of like kept you back or, you know, how, how did it affect you? Mm-hmm. 
uh, a little bit of both for me. Like, you know, in the beginning, I think I'm just like probably the rest of the world. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I stayed in the house. And then, um, you know, work just started happening. And, you know, I, I was still recording at my house. And then I did the West Side record. And the West Side record kind of like pushed me to like, keep going in a way like that was the start of my new finding inspiration for this for this um for 2020 and so I've just been like shooting videos and still in the studio and still you know choreographing doing all what I do but it's it's, it's been on and off you know because some people are not working and you got I got friends my, my cousins at home and they don't you know what I'm saying they doing their schoolwork they over it so I'm just trying to make the best out of it you know what's your take on the state of music right now as far as like like you, 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 I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a, almost a risk, not a risk, but it's bold to put out a single called West Side and it'd be so on some, on some real California shit, yeah. because a lot of times, and I've experienced this and you can touch on your experience. I've heard the term it's too West coast. Mm-hmm. And I literally don't know what the fuck that means because I don't you, got, you got people like Griselda who doing some real hardcore New York shit. It's, it's, it's you know, it's upstate. It's not, New York City, but it's still some New York shit. And I don't ever hear that same label being placed on their music. Yeah, I don't, you know, I believe in what I'm doing. I believe in the culture. I'm, I am I rep West hard, like you do, like all, you know what I'm saying? So I said, fuck, I just put, I put it out and, you know, hopefully not the West will ride. And, you know, I got other records too that, if you want to call it more like, I guess, the international kind of sound-ish, but all of it comes stems from where I'm from. So I don't care what kind of beat it is. You're going to hear where I'm from, the West. Um, yeah, that answer your question? Yeah. yeah. And then also, do you think that... Uh, I also want to get your take on the state of R&B, too, because mm-hmm. that's like a big conversation right now, especially for what we yeah. do, because R&B is not necessarily what it used to be in the 90s. It's not at the forefront of mm-hmm. hip-hop, uh, of forefront of culture, right? Hip-hop is mm-hmm. the biggest genre. Obviously, it's the most influential. Um, you being an R&B artist, so to speak, like, do you feel like it's almost, is it, is it having a resurgence or do you feel like it's been backburnered for so long? Like, where are you, where are you, where are well, your thoughts on that? To be honest, like I have, I see why people say I'm, uh, I am R&B because I do, I do have melodies in my stuff, but I'd be like, exactly. like my, uh, my other records, I'd be spitting like hard. <laughs> um, it's just though, I, you know, I like the sound, I love melodies mm-hmm. and I feel like that melodies in a song make a great record for me. At least that's a hit record, um, I right think there. R&B, wait, say it again. That's that's hit records. I mean, you gotta have you have, you yeah, have to have yeah. the melodics in there for sure. Yeah, you know, I want people to sing along and and, and feel good. So I think that R&B, to answer your question, is is still here. It ain't really never left. It's just a matter of you know who puts it. I guess quote unquote in the forefront. But to me, R&B is here. Like I listen to R&B. All my friends listen to R&B. Like old school, new school, whatever. It's, it's still here. Now, uh, how how would you describe your style in a couple of words, if you could, like for somebody that presses play on the for you for the first time? I know it gets hard. It, it's it's one of those oh. things. It's like asking somebody what their favorite song is. I know it's hard for artists to do that, but if you could describe your style in like three words, how how would you do that? Um, West. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, Man, that's a good question. I think West. I think um, tribal. And I think 
aggressive. West tribal aggressive. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. That's my I love it. I love it. At least, the, at least the records that you're about to hear coming out, you know, at the top of the year. No, but I want to, I want to, I want to kind of dig into the, the the core of who you are because I think with every artist, mm-hmm. you'll get different sides of that that person's yeah. personality. So whether we get that in the top of the year or whatever, like you're still, mm-hmm. you'll still get something in your DNA of who you are. So the core 100%. of charm, the core of charm, like where, where did this come from? Like where, where, where was the inspiration behind one to do music, one to actually get in entertainment, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that literally comes from my growing up. My brother was a rapper mm-hmm. and um, he would pick me up from school, take me to the studio with him. And I, I, that's when I kind of fell in love with music and he was a writer. He would be like with Dub C and all them back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's where I kind of learned, right? And then I, I rapped for a cool minute. It was just on the back burner. I was more of like a doing it with him. And then my brother got locked up. And I kind of, I just kind of put it to the side and focused on like my other endeavors, you know, my other arts. And, um, but I've always been recording gotcha. this whole time. Even, hey, even when I saw you on Rhythm and Flow, bro, I was recording it and I just ain't say nothing. <laughs> hey, man, I know, right? Um. So to what Chuck is saying, right, as far as you diving into the music thing and really want to take it serious, mm-hmm. do you think that do you think that that's hindered you in other aspects of your of, of your art? Like as far as like like maybe like maybe you can't go and choreograph this video because you have to go to the, you have a studio session to work on your own shit. Like what's yeah. that what's that line to teeter between the two? You know, I've, I've, um, it's, it's new for me right now because me putting out the records is I'm doing everything this year and I'm still choreographing. Um, and I find the balance, but I am starting to put myself first, right? I am put starting to put myself first. first. I am, I am like, hey, if I got a studio session, I'm not going to change that date because mm. someone asked me to do something. Has that always been the case? It. No, it hasn't. It has not been always been the what, case. What was that shift for and, you? When did you realize you had to start putting yourself first? COVID this time when I just really? started self-reflection, self-reflection, man, self-reflection. When I realized, you know, sitting down and thinking about how much time I spent doing other things, not that I don't enjoy, you know what I mean? My life and my experiences, but because those also fulfilled me as well. Right. I knew that I wanted to do music and I knew if I did not stop and just focus and really go record my records, really put my all into it, right. My creative mind into it, it would never get done. Now, something that, I mean, we're going to get to the rhythm and flow shit, but I I want to go back a little. I want to go back a little bit because uh-huh. I remember, I remember seeing, uh, seeing you on the damn tour. Was it the damn tour? Yeah, it was the damn tour. And you was like, I mean, okay, okay. Let me tell, I mean, tell me this, because mm-hmm. I know K Dot back in the day, right? We know Goofy mm-hmm. K Dot. We know we know him in other ways. In the public knows him, the Black Revolutionary, right? Mm-hmm. Does Kendrick got rhythm? hundred mm. <laughs> percent. Because I see him, I see the way like, you know, y'all, y'all inter- when I went to the tour and I saw like, yeah. I saw the, the whole shit, but um, it just seems like it was so comfortable. Mm-hmm. Y'all, like you be, y'all being on stage, it seemed like it wasn't forced. It wasn't, did it take time to get that chemistry with Kendrick? Um, You know, I knew, I've known that for a minute and that's just something I think that naturally came you know we from the same city and you know kids that love the arts and to be honest like people don't even know that we low-key was freestyling and improving on stage wow. nothing we ever did was the same wow are you nothing serious yeah nothing we ever did was really the same i mean we kind of had like oh, okay you go on that side i'll go on that side maybe but it literally was just like how we felt he would watch me i would watch him and i think that's what the special like that 
you know what I'm saying? That like rawness you felt was that because it was never the same. No night was the same for us. Wait, so you're saying that y'all didn't really rehearse the dan- the, the movements on stage for the damn tour? Wow. No. I mean, That's crazy. <laughs> you, you can That's fucking crazy. And, and just for people- no, it, it, we- no, what were you just gonna say? No, I was just gonna say for people that-, that Go ahead, no, 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 let her finish. Go, go, talk. No, nah, no, nah, I mean like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like we have, you know, we got, it's a tour, you got rehearsal, but it's it's not steps. We don't, we don't count steps. We're not like, okay, go left, go right, go left. Nah, we feel it. We feel the music. His music is so powerful. Our, you know, that's like, that's my bro. Like, and we just, we just rocked out. We just rocked out. And that's, you can't teach that. Yeah. Now I was just you know, gonna we, say we for, babies. For, for for reference for people that may not have got a chance to go on the tour. Uh, obviously, you can see certain mm-hmm. clips on YouTube, but I, I I know there was a Grammy yeah. performance that was just insane. You understand? So like stuff like mm-hmm. that, you can also see like you know the yeah. the rhythm that's there. And and back to your word, tribal. Like that's that's what I hear, and that's when I see when I when I actually see those kind of performances as well. So that's mm-hmm. it's all encompassing your package. You know, I'm glad you brought that performance up because that performance was the key performance for me where I realized that I could do my music, I could choreograph, I could direct, I could creative direct and perform. I could do it all. That was a key performance for me because I was on stage performing, you know, I choreographed it, you know, I'm on the creative team, I helped and then boom, it happened. Mm. So that moment, you know, and and it shifted me completely as well. You talking about the Grammys? Do you think? Yeah, the Grammys, that performance. Wow, wow, amazing. Amazing. um, and also, like, as far as like, if correct me if I'm wrong, but there were no other women on that tour, nah. right? So Come you was on the only now. girl on the Come dance. On. Talk your shit. Talk your. You shit. was the only. Fe- you I mean, were the only woman on the on the damn tour. Yeah. Wow. We had. I mean, there was like you know, there's like a couple people, you know, like wardrobe and stuff, but like I was the only woman on stage performing. Even at the Grammys, I was the only woman on that on that on that stage. Is that a sense of pressure you to, to to have to not? Is that something that's in the forefront of your mind, or was it like it was it was wasn't even a thought? No, it wasn't even a thought until I got assigned. Uh, it's so crazy. The band they had made me a sign called Dance Her, oh, <laughs> and I danced them with Dance Her, <laughs> and they were like, "Man, you you know they are we're all literally family, man. Like sis, and it was cool. Like I was like I felt like I was like the little sister. Everybody like I didn't have to pick my bags up. Like mm-hmm. it was it it was cool." Do you think that, that when you when you are representing in that facet, right? Because yeah. I know for me personally, before we got our show and stuff like that, yeah. I'm I was technically the only representation for people people that look like us and come from where we come from in yeah. our medium in our platform, right? So yeah. when you are like on, the only woman on the on the stage with Kendrick for the Grammys, or you're the only woman on the damn tour, do you ever feel like, okay, how am I representing my tribe? Mm, you know, I don't think I, I don't think that's at the forefront of my brain. I think after I get off stage and I see like, example, like performing at the Staples Center and I was like, yo, like I saw so many girls in the audience that look like me. Right. And they see me or I see my cousins and they, they proud of me. Like, uh, it hits me then. Gotcha. Like, dang, I'm, I'm really like, I'm, I'm really, you know, inspiring people who look like me, who from where I'm from, who can see us on the platform. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's crazy. I'm gonna tell you, <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you some shit. Like um, one of my friends, Debbie Brown, real dear friend of ours, um, she told me right before I got the job at the radio station. She was just like, I was like, I don't know what they're gonna offer me, whatever, whatever. And she told me, she said, whatever they offer you, you have to take it. And I'm like, what? You know, I'm on some ego shit now. Like we got our own platform. And she was like, no, it's not for that. It's for what it what you represent to people that are coming after you. Right to the to the to the little 
little black dude that's in Carson or in Compton or anywhere on the east side that's looking at you like, oh, shit, he's there. I could do that, too. So when you say you come off the stage at the Grammys and you see, you know, little girls that look like you and shit like that, I understand you got to it's a different recalibration that you have to do in your mind. A hundred percent. And then it's kind of like, you know, like the DMs I get or people hitting me up or even a lot of parents hit me up like, yo, like, keep doing what you're doing. Even me, even me doing my music, um, I'm still getting so much love because I think it's just a matter of like, I don't, as a black woman, I'm not letting nobody put me in a box. I don't care if you do know me as a choreographer, I do music too, I'm an artist mm-hmm. as well. I write, I sing, I rap, and, and I'm gonna continue to do it the best way I can. Now, now, working with established artists like that from from Kendrick, I mean, we didn't even talk about Madonna. I mean, that's a whole different bar right there. We'll definitely get into that. But was there the transition from saying, "Okay, no, I'm going to take myself serious"? I, I knew you you had it in your mind, but when when you you connected with teams or like really reached out and trying to make that effort, of like, no, I want to go back hard with the music. What was the transition period for you in in, in breaking through and having people actually take you serious? You know, it's crazy. Like every like all my homies that kind of knew that they kind of knew I did music already. So they was like, about time. Mm. Like, mm. All, everybody was like, about time. Now, do you and go hard. Go hard for yourself like you go hard for us, in That's a way. And that, and that love is like, it's unmatched. Do you, now, when you, when you, okay, well, first of all, he's, the Madonna shit is a bar, yeah, okay? That, um, another bar, obviously, is you being a choreographer. Do you ever, have you ever, now, I've done this. Have you ever stepped outside of your box? Like, say you get hired to, to choreograph Dua Lipa video, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you there with Dua Lipa, and you know for a fact you got a fire-ass song in your hard drive <laughs> that Dua Lipa would fit on. <laughs> when do you ever be like, you cross hey, that I line. know I'm hired to do this, <laughs> I, but but it's like, hey, hey, nigga, I need you to jump on this record. <laughs> I, uh, Yo, I have not, I ain't crossed that bridge yet. I ain't crossed that bridge yet. When I'm working, when I'm, when I'm choreographing, I'm choreographing. Mm. And I, I ain't crossed that bridge yet. At some point, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, I can call these people friends. Mm-hmm. So when I'm ready for that, I'll be ready for that. But I ain't crossed that bridge yet. I mean, that's how I've been doing choreography so long. You didn't even know I was doing music. How many- I had no idea. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear this story because you guys, obviously, the connection is rhythm and flow. So when did, when did you realize that she did music? nigga when she when she started dropping the music <laughs> she 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 was like so i forgot what i forgot i think we jumped on live or some shit she was like hey i'm gonna I'm hit you up like i got some shit coming i'm like all right bet like hit me up you know i slid, uh, gave her my number and shit and and then that was it i can't, and can't wait I to know, see you on the video like, on some you know some other shit <laughs> yeah it was like yeah take my number it's all good you know like hit me up whenever whatever whatever and then all of a sudden it was like record Mm. And I think it was like, uh, just I was like, oh shit, okay, uh, I guess we're doing records. So so, yeah, right? yeah. Or I think it was so so, right? Yeah, so yeah, and it so, was so-and-so. so and so. So I'm like, oh, all right, this is what we doing. You know what I'm saying? But look, I want you know, I I want I had to do my homework. I want I want to do my work. I had to like present. I want to show like you see. I had to show y'all the video. You see, mm. so you know I'm serious. This is not for play. I'm this is not for play play. So you wanted to get the full package together. You wanted to get the, the visuals yeah. intact. You wanted to get uh the yeah. obviously the music. Now, is there a full body of project that, that we can look out for? Like what, what can we expect from this music? There is. There's a full body project that's gonna come out um hopefully top of next year. I'm gonna drop, don't quote me, but you know, a couple more songs to create the storyline. I'm a visual artist, so I have mm-hmm. visuals 
for every song. So you're going to keep getting visuals and songs, visuals along. That's going to lead to this big project. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm press you about the name in a second. So I'm going to give you a minute to decide not, if you if you I'm not. not giving all right. All right. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk in a second. But speaking of storyline, I was watching something. I forgot. It was an interview that you were doing, but it was something that resonated with me a lot because we talked about it on a podcast recently and I was talking about mm-hmm. the sacrifices that my mom made for me to do what I'm able to do. And in mm-hmm. in reference to that, it was like, she, she had a conversation with me saying, you know, how long is this radio thing going to go? And it wasn't a questioning thing. It was just like, yo, you've, I've been seeing you go to the station here and you've been doing it for years. Like how long? And I, I basically stopped. I'm like, <laughs> didn't you sacrifice all of your shit? Like put your dreams aside so I can do what I can do. And from that moment, yeah. she was like, I got it. That was a couple of weeks ago. Right. And since then, you know, I got promoted to the night show. So it was a great feeling from that. So this is amazing. Right. But I saw an interview Mm -hmm. that you were talking about how your mom um, worked at a dance studio just so you can actually uh, uh, not work there, but actually be able to take lessons. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, my mom, she I, I talk highly about my mom all the time because she did sacrifice. She she would like clean the floors, do the mirrors, just to kind of like help pay for the classes. And I, as I was getting older, I was getting better. You know, once you get better, you need more classes, you need more shoes, you need more, lead. you just need more and more and more. And she didn't want to, you know, stop my growth. So she just continued to go to work and come to the dance studio and work there in order for us to be able to pay for classes and for me to continue to like advance up. Now, when, 100%. when did you realize the sacrifices she was doing for that? I mean, because it's easy to see, okay, yeah, she's cleaning around and blah, 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 but when did you realize like, oh no, yeah. she's doing that so I can actually take these classes. Was it then in that moment or was it later down the line? I was 10. I remember it clearly because wow. my mom was the only mama in there scrubbing floors and, mm, <laughs> and yeah. washing the mirrors. Yeah. So I knew she was doing that for me to be able to take class. Wow, you know, my mom is never like sugarcoated shit with wow. me. She's very honest. And, and, I, and I, I get a lot of that from who I am from her. Mm-hmm. Let's get so, into that. Um, the honesty thing, right? Because yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I'm saying you being able to to take constructive criticism is mm-hmm. is a very integral part of being an artist, and I think it mm-hmm. starts early, like what you said with your mom and what your upbringing, whatever the whatever your family dynamic was, right? My mom didn't sugarcoat shit either, and I think mm-hmm. that that translates into our art and our careers later on in life. So mm-hmm. then later on, when people are like, "Man, what's wrong with you? man? Heads an asshole and charm? Yeah, she's a motherfucker." Like. Mm-hmm. I think those those types of things stem directly from what you just talked about. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, hundred percent. All right, so now it's time to press you again. So this this project uh-huh. that we're gonna get that you're not gonna give us the name, okay? Uh, we don't ne- necessarily have a date, but you're gonna create a storyline for it. So it will be coming out sometime next year, correct? Yes, it Some- will. It will be. I'll be dropping songs before the project. How many songs? Boom. I'm gonna say two. Two songs. Videos with them. Videos with them. Are the they already song, shot? I about to say, are the songs already recorded, video shot? Done. Okay, so all so 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 for your fans that are going to hear this and see this, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you don't deliver on <laughs> on your deliverables, right? We we have the right to hold you accountable. A hundred percent. You got the right to hold me accountable, call me, all that. Put me on blast. So you mentioned oh, I'm, two. Oh, I'm gonna light your ass up. You mentioned two <laughs> records. <laughs> Are we getting the EP? Are we getting the full project? What are we, what are we gonna be getting? You're gonna, you, yeah, you're gonna get an EP first, okay. and then it's gonna, you know, lead into a full project. Now so the EP will be top of the year sometime, first exactly. quarter. Exactly. 
first okay. quarter. I'm and pushing for the first quarter. Don't quote me. Don't okay. quote me. Okay. Just quote me on the videos and the singles yeah. I'm dropping. Hey, look, her and people, and people and texting her right like, in the back. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> So it, go to and, commercial now. It will it, it you can say yes or no. All right, let's just say okay. yes or no. Will it be a self titled okay. project? Boom. No. No. Okay, that was a that was a okay. Will it have something to play with your well, name? Well, 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 here's the thing. Yeah, it will. There we go. It, it will have some. Cool. That's all I want. I just want a little hey, bit. Hey, listen, listen, just a little bit. Hey, let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you, and I don't know who's all in here. Let me see. You got three team members in here. I want I want this to be documented. Oh damn! Third I just album, saw Silk. Oh, my bad. Yep. I just saw one person. Your so. third album should be called Third Times a Charm. Oh. Okay, I think that. Write oh, that down. You creative, creative right. director. You created. You created on that. Hey, sometimes this shit just write itself. You I understand what I'm saying? I need publishing though. Write what? that down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you know what I'm saying? But that's. Hey, but I just wanted to be documented that I said that today because that's a fire ass third. Don't project. be trying to take points off the album either, man. Come on now. I ain't gonna take no goddamn. I'm just points. saying. I don't take nothing off. No. I'm just but, saying. But I want my credit. When you're on stage and you accepting I, your Moon Man, you get another B, MTV or man, whatever. You better, you, you better yeah, give yeah. her Grammy, dog. Don't, don't, don't sell her short with the Moon Man. Come on, we going Grammy status with this what Grammy. Okay, well, whenever, whatever award she, I don't give a fuck if it's a. Uh, attendance uh, certificate. <laughs> I got you. Hey, if you're on stage, I want. All right, bet. Anyway, let's you, talk. Sir. Let's talk rhythm and flow. Yeah. Uh, so, I think I think okay. First thing I want to mention about rhythm and flow is one. I really appreciate. I'm gonna say this because I always try to give credit where it's due. I want to salute to Jesse Collins and their whole team, and even the team mm -hmm. at Netflix. Because when I signed on, and you can give me your, your experience, but when I signed on to do Rhythm and Flow, obviously it was in the beginning process because I went from the auditions all the way through. But mm -hmm. when I first agreed to do the show, I was very, very adamant about how this show has to be authentic with mm -hmm. authentic culture and mm -hmm. authentic people. And they reassured me, like Jesse and his team was like, no, look, it's going to be authentic. The judges are making all of the calls. There's no production involved there's no hidden contracts mm -hmm. this artist is this dude isn't signed to ti like none of the weird shit that be going on that people think right so i was very skeptical on doing the show honestly when i first signed on did you have the same reservations and if you did or did not and then what it what made you go ahead and agree to do the show no i didn't have those reservations um just because I guess tying it back into my artistry stuff like i wanted to see i wanted to work and help develop some new artists and it was hip hop and it was a show that I, you know, we've never had. Mm. And I, you know, and Jesse, like, shout out to Jesse because Jesse does amazing work. I kind of knew, right? You know, relationship. I'm like, Jesse, you know what he's doing. They know what Netflix knows what they're doing. I'm about to hop on this just because it's hip hop, it's culture. And I believe even just, you know, looking at, looking at the deck and talking to him, what it was. And if I was coming, I was coming out at the end. So I knew the last contestants were going to be the fireest, fireest, fireest people at the whole show. Right. And it turned out to be that way. Wow. Right. Um, when you, <clears throat> so when you first, obviously they brought you in, it's like, Hey, everyone mm -hmm. is charmed. She's going to be, uh, working with you on your choreographing your, mm -hmm. your performances. Right. When you go in and you look and you see, and you kind of, you know, you as a choreographer, one of my friends told me the first thing that they do is assess the client. What, where, where are you at comfortable comfortability? What can you do? What can't you do? What aren't mm -hmm. you willing to do mm -hmm. when you first approach that? Because obviously these are people that you've never probably met before in your mm -hmm. life. What, what's the process like? I mean, it's, it's like you're getting to know a new person. Mm -hmm. 
right? You go up, first of all, listen to the record, listen to the music. I want to know how they feel about it. I want to know what it means to them and what they want to, you know, emote while performing it. And then we kind of go from there and we develop and we build and I choreograph based off the, and with that, you already know, we had, I had a little time with them. We were little pushing time. through. We were pushing through and I had to, you know, quickly assess that in that little time. Yeah. Play the music, listen to the record. I know how the, how, they music, how their music made me feel. And then I just kind of went with it. And then it was a collaborative thing. It's always a collaborative thing when it comes to being choreography. Even, you know, even when I'm in the studio, it's a collaborative, it's a collaboration. Now we say a little bit of time, like, just just in the frame of the conversation how much time do you normally like require to do some kind of work work like that and how much time were you given with rhythm, rhythm and flow mm -hmm. well uh normally sometimes you get like depending on you know what i'm saying this is the situation but let's say normally you get like eight hours for one person mm -hmm. and to kind of figure out a rehearsal and i think what each of them which is even more crazy which people probably don't know i think i got like an hour with each person an hour I think I got like an hour, hour and a half with each person collectively oh, over time. Like, to, crazy, yeah, 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 I can't even do so an hour of show prep. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, but you know, but it was a lot of prep in that, right? Like, I had the music, you know, and um, you know, me having conversations with them, and then going in and just kind of like getting it done, and you know, and not to toot my own horn, but I was about to say, toot that shit. Man, because like, I'm kind of <laughs> good at what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you know what I'm that, saying? That, that, like, that, you know, I do what I do. That that speaks but to your the, skill for sure. But mm -hmm. okay, so my question would be: Is when you came in, how many? How there were? It was the last six, was it? No, it was the last six. I think six. Yeah, the it last was six. six. It was the last six. Okay, who was the most advanced, and who needed a little bit of work? Uh, the most advanced, but see, here's the thing, like all of them had like, they were advanced in different ways, right? But to, I'm gonna just keep it a bean. To me, advanced, advanced, Smoke, bro. And I'm not even saying that because he's from the city. Like Smoke, <laughs> he kind of like, he, he just kind of had it. He was there, he was there already. And I was just there to help enhance what he already kind of knew. Got you. And then who was a little challenging to work with for you? No, just as a just as a, even, I'm, I'm gonna keep it, and it's not even like, not no sugar, sugar coat and stuff. Like, none of them were challenging in the sense of like, hard to work with or hard to create for, cause they were all so open and they was all hungry. Mm. You know, they all had their grievances and they all had their different, you know, weaknesses. And I just kind of like, help build on what that is for them. Do you, do you uh, agree with who won Rhythm and Flow? I agree with who won Rhythm and Flow. <laughs> no bias, no, it's no bias either. Like all of the, all of them, all, all like even the last, because you know I really spent time with you know the final four. They all has, they're all special, man. They all special. But I don't know something. Just that that last performance with Snow playing that piano. Doo, 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 I said that was it, man. This is it. it right here. That if, was it. If if Smoke wouldn't have won Rhythm and Flow, who would you have deemed the winner? I thought it would probably have, honestly flawless. Flawless. I think I it I think it'd have been flawless to be to keep it the beam. When you okay, okay I want to I just interested because flawless his final performance didn't really have choreography like that. It was mm -hmm. more like storytelling. Did you have any input on his final performance yeah, as well? I had input on um everybody's final performance, and you know it was a conversation with flawless, just understanding what he wanted to emote and how he wanted to be perceived. I didn't choreograph him though, right? Like nothing was choreographed, but it was making sure like you know his the characters he had on stage was moving in a way that he felt was mm. right to who to who his you know representing his family and all that kind of stuff Got so all right, now are there talks of uh, you, you coming back for season two 
Um, I hope I come back. Hey, you know more than me, probably. Am I coming back? I, I don't. I don't have a comment on the current topic. Yeah, I I, 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 I currently have nothing fruitful to offer at the moment. All right, how about this? <laughs> how about how about how about you tell us the name of the album, and then ahead you give her a hint. Oh. <laughs> Yo, why are you setting us up? I'm just Yo, saying. Yo, you messy as fuck. I'm just saying. Why, I mean, why are you, why are you messy? It's a I'm give give situation. It's a give give situation. It's a give give situation. I'm just I'm saying. Not, I would like I'm, to I'm, know I'm, both answers. I'm not saying nothing. Next question. All right. I don't have a comment on the Thank current you. climate wow. of Rhythm and Flow season That's two, which is crazy. To return. That's crazy. Well, you know, I, I get it. I understand. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta get your, your, your money for so. All right. So look, album is coming for sure. Project is coming for sure. EP. Project coming, EP coming, album coming, all that's coming. I'm not stopping. I'm there's, coming. there's one thing that we do gotta ask. We, we, we. Uh, I know you're big on this too, man. We, we're, we're big on speaking stuff into existence, right? So we always ask, mm-hmm. ask artists or ask people that come through the show, what's one thing that has to happen before the year ends? Okay, and that can be a year from today. The year can't end without Charm doing what? Performing Westside on an award show. See it performing West Side for the people. I see. I'm out of that. Put me on a stage. Put me on a stage. Now, now, when you when you're writing your, your vision board, or when you, when you when you're thinking of of artists that you want to collab with at, at some point in time, right? Who's who's mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Who, just go on and shoot some names out that you definitely want to get on the track, whether it be whatever. Just putting the booth together. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, that for sure. That's Mando Kendrick. Um. You know who you know who I'm rocking with right now? Blast, man. Fire. Fire. How about this? You tell us the name of the album, we can get Blast on the project. How about you get Blast on the project and then I tell you the name of the album? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm I don't have you. nothing to do with this. Right, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Yeah, but now Blast um, is fire, though, too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Something some I wanted to uh, ask you about, too, is so I had, I remember I had Rhapsody come in for an interview. And mm-hmm. I was asking Rhapsody about the term femc, and you say you be spitting bars, right? Do you yeah. do you fuck with that with that term femc, or do you not? You don't you don't like it? No, it's not that I don't like it. I, oh, sorry guys, my shit falling out. My bad. Hold on two seconds. No, I don't. I mean, femc is dope. I so you not you not yeah yeah you not you not tripping. What about um, I'm not tripping. What about when with this, I'm talking about the actual like not the term I guess but more of the talking? segregation more of the oh, segregation okay, of okay, male okay. and female rappers okay. right so it's like we yeah. always take male rappers but oh he's my the dopest rapper and then and then here here it comes oh that's he's my best that's my favorite female rapper right but it's like technically they both rappers so right. the segregation of the two. I mean, it, it, to be honest, like you know, it, it is what it is. It don't bother me. Put me on both sides. Like I ain't tripping. I feel that. Uh, like, I give me everything. <laughs> give me every. Give me. Give me. Let's give me it all. Because people gonna do that regardless, eh, right? Like people gonna put things in their own category in their own boxes to make it work for them, which is cool. So. But did you vote? I voted. For sure. Did you? I, okay. Okay. For sure. I just wanted to double check. I'll Easy. I'll vote. Accountable. Now, if do you if fact. you if you weren't if you weren't in the entertainment field. Is there something mm-hmm. that that charm would be doing if if this was wiped off the table? The singing, the the, the rapping, the choreography, rapping, uh, the choreography, all that. I'd probably be a lawyer or something. You like to argue? <laughs> a little bit. Uh you problematic. 
Look, I'm see? just saying. No, I'm saying like, I'm saying like. Okay, well, tell me why first. Let me let okay, me ask to be, the question. To, to be honest, yes. I feel like where that where that came from was my brother got locked up and he didn't have proper representation. That's just real. Mm. And then I was like, well, okay, I want to be a lawyer, and that's where it was. And then it it just transitioned for me. Got you. Okay. See. All right. See. Look at you. All right. I'm just. Hey, look, man. Look. 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 Sometimes you got to just throw the chum in the water and see what comes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, we, we appreciate the conversation and, and look forward to, to you blossoming throughout the years. And, and you know, I, this is going to be the first of many conversations. Uh, if there's anything you need on our end, please let us know. Don't don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, is there one thing or anything you want to let the people, the fans, or whoever know out there that we haven't discussed as of, as of yet? No, I mean, you know, I'm glad. Thanks you for having me. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Appreciate you. Um, listen, I just want to say this on on record. You are seen, Queen. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, King. <laughs> Much yeah. love, man. Char- I just just in case they try to cancel me later, I'd be like, oh, look, I told her she's no, can't nobody cancel you. You ain't never been canceled. Put that on record, man. Uh Charm LaDonna, how can they follow you? How to get in contact with you? How can they keep up with the music? Um, trauma, everything on my socials, Charm LaDonna, C-H-A-R-M-L-A-D-O-N-N-A, for those who would kind of butcher my name, as you would say. Um, yeah, hit up, hit me up, DM me, all that. I'm here. Love, man. And her album, she said her album is dropping January 15th. <laughs> I did not say that. I, hey, see, here you go. We have, I'm about to get started getting text messages. <laughs> it's happening. All right, all right. All right. Sometime next year, 2021, be on the lookout, man. Charm LaDonna. 2021. All right, it's Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, and we out.